Today's episode is brought to you by Pale Horse Media Co. Head on over to www.palehorsemedia.co for more of your favorite shows, books, and merch. I have two brand new releases for you over at Pale Horse Media Co. The first one, In His Name, My First Dive Into Fiction. It is just a fun, cool thriller if you're into that kind of sort of thing. And and we have the second expanded edition of the original, of the OG Safety Sucks, the bullshit and the safety profession they don't tell you about. I go through, I expand on some thoughts, add some bonus material, reflect on some of the chapters. So if either of those sound like things you should be interested in, again head over to www.palehorsemedia.co CO or find them on your Amazon marketplace. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of your support of the books of the podcast of the merch store of everything. It truly means the world to us. This show is brought to you by safety FM. Hello, howdy, hi everybody, Sam Goodman, the Hop Nerd, joining you for another Hop Nerd live show. Before we get started, make sure you head over to the website www.thehopnerd.com. Follow along on all things social media at The Hop Nerd, except for Twitter because it is super duper special, but nobody likes Twitter anyways. It's kind of dumb. It's The Hop Nerd 1. Send me an email, sam at thehopnerd.com or thehopnerd at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us today. As I'd mentioned over the past couple days, I've been doing this thing well, daily, right? Just about every single day with everything that's been going on, and it's been super awesome. Um, this is our normal show, so this is our Wednesday 5 p.m. show. So thank you for tuning in. I'm watching the comments. I'm watching pretty much everything. So if you comment, we'll talk. Uh, if you send me a text, we'll talk. I've got my handy-dandy cell phone right over here. So you can text me at 480-877-0155. We're debugging, working on this entire call-in thing, but I think we've got it kind of, sort of working. So you can call us, 480-712-5219. Give us a call, 480-712-5219, and we will have you live on the air. We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. I mean, that's what, what we've been doing for the last little bit. I mean... Doing this thing daily, we definitely get way outside of the uh, of the safety space. So anything that's on your mind, anything that you want to talk about, let us be your guides into the apocalypse, into the Black Plague of 2020. Let us be your guides and take you through this thing. We'll go through it together. I keep saying us. I keep saying us because, as I have promised, uh, since Friday, since last Friday... This guy right here is with me. Everyone say hi. Everyone say hi, Jarrell. Hi, Jarrell. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> most everybody. of uh, most of you know this this handsome fella here as Jarrell. I know him as Babe, right? This this is my significant other, and I love him very very much. Oh, even though too. he doesn't love me, I love you very much. <laughs> but he's going to join us once again uh, to talk coronavirus, COVID nineteen. All that kind of stuff, right? Our last episode, he hung out with us um, on the Friday late night episode. We went on like eight or nine, yep. And we went for a couple hours talking COVID nineteen coronavirus stuff, and that was that was a lot of fun. Um, I don't remember the exact the exact spill, um, but basically, what what we're going to tell you uh, is that 
don't take anything that we talk about as medical advice. We're, we're not giving any type of medical advice. If we are talking COVID-19, if we are talking stuff, we're two idiots. <laughs> and <laughs> Just him, not me. <laughs> well, when you get just sued. That, I'm just kidding. That, <laughs> we're two idiots and don't listen to our advice. That's basically what I'm saying. There, there's your legal disclaimer. Um, if, if you, uh, if you want a healthy dose of our opinion, that's what we'll mm-hmm. give you. And you, you follow our opinions at your own risk, obviously. So, um, I thought it would be fun, uh, to have Jarrell back just because I, I like it. It's fun to spend time together this way. Um, those of you that tuned in yesterday for the show, um, Avery is with us as well. She's over here eating a, oops, I just, just knocked Jarrell's camera all wacky and loose. Um, but she's, she's over here eating a happy meal as we do this stuff. So we'll see how long, how long we can go, um, <laughs> before she, uh, before she joins us here and does the earthquake cam thing again. Um, <laughs> But as I said, send us a text, 480-712-5219, or, excuse me, that's the call number. Oh, it's already starting bad. Call us at 480-712-5219. You can, uh, you can also text us. There's a, there's a text number there as well, 480-877-0155. Any questions, anything you want to talk about, any comments that you have, what's going on in your neck of the woods? I will tell you, um, I mentioned it in the comments every single time, um, if you like it, if you love it, if you got to have more of it, please share it, right? That's, that's how we keep this thing going. Like it, share it, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, we're also, we're simulcasting. So we're not just here on Facebook. Uh, we're over on our YouTube channel. We're over on the Hop Nerd Facebook page as well. Um, we basically send this thing to all, all of our platforms kind of at one time. Other than LinkedIn, they're all weird about who gets to live stream turds. Mm. Uh, that's, that's the <sighs> LinkedIn. <laughs> right? LinkedIn. <laughs> Shame you. Eli Helbert, what's going on, Jarrell? You are looking healthy despite oh, thank your you. profession. Thank you so much. You look healthy as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So he's uh he's in the front lines, right? I mean he's he's really kinda on the front lines there with everything that's going on, we have we really have to say. Yeah. So how's how's <laughs> things how's things going in your neck of the woods, babe? Um, it's somewhat still the same. You know, we are still taking our Preventive precautions, um, primarily focusing on safety of our patients as well as just my staff and myself and my family and everybody else, really. Um, it's just being creative with limited resources and just making sure that you don't spread the virus. That's pretty much it. Um, there is a lot of things going on. A lot of um, CDC keeps changing certain things, and we're just trying to keep up with every all the changes that happens like every second. So. We're alive and we're doing well, so hopefully this whole COVID thing just goes away. Right. Well, I, you know, I keep sharing. Uh, uh, I keep sharing my opinion, and and my opinion is that we're probably going to be in this thing for a while, mm-hmm. probably a, a whole lot longer than mm-hmm. what what we had initially uh, thought. You know, at least, and I've seen some pretty cool stuff. That's some of the the. I'll give you some some Phoenix status update. That's kind of what I've been doing every single day is just what's going on in our neck of the woods. Um, but I did notice that um, there was some PPE donation that was going on. Hmm, that's good. that's pretty cool. So I can say that, like, so with, without naming names here, but I seen some of that stuff from from a pretty reputable company that I know very well <laughs> that had, had had donated some PPE to. Uh, to some some uh, some first responders and to some stuff like that, like respirators and gloves and all that kind of stuff. And I forgot, so I've I've got some I got some latex gloves. There. I was going to put them on and put on the respirator before we started, but don't it's waste kind of it. a gag. But Do not 
<laughs> tell that to grandma in Walmart right now wearing, wearing her gloves, <laughs> pushing around her buggy, and then getting in her car and smearing that all over her car and then touching her face with the gloves on and all that stupid <laughs> stuff. Natural selection's about to take full effect. I guess it's kind of kind of what I'm getting ready to say. <laughs> but yeah, everything here is going pretty good. We're seeing some cool stuff like that. That's going to continue to be my message. I'm going to share with you every single time you see my face, which is preparedness, not panic. Right? We need to continue to drive preparedness, and it's a time for helping, not hiding. Um, so we need to continue to promote that message. We need to continue to share that. We need to continue to look out for our neighbors, look out for our friends, reach out to folks. Yeah, it's probably a really good idea um, to to uh, to be isolated, to be away. Mm-hmm. But you can still call people. You can still check on people. You can still do crazy stuff like this, right? This is the world that we live in. We can just all hang out like this and just have a cool, cool conversation. Mike says, hi, guys. Hi. Hi, Mike. <laughs> so... Um, we haven't been to the grocery store lately, so I can't give you a grocery store update. I don't, I don't mm. quite know what that looks like right now. Um, things seem to be pretty calm in Phoenix, at least, mm. at least at the moment, things seem to be a little, little calm still. Um, we're not like completely shut down yet or anything like that. Um, yeah, from what I'm hearing, like, um, from my family in California, um, Everything's on lockdown. They have no more, like, it's hard to access any water or dry goods and rice and any cleaning supplies, toilet paper. But in Arizona, we're doing pretty well. Like, we went to the grocery store the past weekend, and it was was stocked, but everything was limited. But, yeah, Arizona's the place to be, guys. Don't tell people that. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Stay where you are. (laughs) Don't come to Arizona. It's terrible. (laughs) Stay away. If you show up here, Arizona, lots, Arizona of, gun, lots gun of guns state. in Arizona. Don't come to Arizona. So. Terrible gun owners. Pow, pow. <laughs> but no, in, in all seriousness, everything is going uh, going pretty good mm-hmm. here. Um, things are things are treating us well. There's nothing for us to really complain about. Um, we can get food. We can get uh, we can get cleaning supplies, kinda. Yeah. Um, toilet paper still in high demand. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know if you know one of those people out there that was the uh, panic hoarder of toilet paper, um, you throw rocks at them, <laughs> cuss at them when you see them in the streets, a bunch of rednecks, throw <laughs> sticks at them, do something. They deserve it. Trust me, they they deserve it. <laughs> be mean to them is what I'm saying. Be be extremely mean to those idiots that hoarded all the toilet paper. Um, same same thing for the people that are drop kicking grandma to get extra bottles of water. Right. Be mean to them. They deserve it. <laughs> They'll quickly realize that they can't eat that toilet paper <laughs> when when things when things really get crazy. They're, they're maybe gonna, it's not that bad. Eat it with rice and beans. Yeah, maybe there's a maybe there's a TP cookbook. Maybe there's market in that for the apocalypse. Stop so it. anybody out there that uh, that wants to make a quick buck, come up with the uh, oh. I, I think the toilet paper cookbook or the or the domesticated animal cookbook Stop. would probably be <laughs> one of the two things that would probably make a, a small fortune right now. <laughs> give them x lax so they need all that all that tp exactly right yeah yeah you know i, I seen the kind of food that they were getting and you know when they were buying all that stuff up um and i don't know they might not have enough toilet paper you know they they were buying some pretty outrageous stuff so they might need it all 
Lawson, hey brother, glad to see you all are safe and okay. We are too. Only shopping I've done is online. Wally World grocery bread, meats, cheese, TP or scares here. Yeah, that's the stuff that we're seeing. I think thanks, thanks for that. Glad to hear you guys are doing awesome as well, or at least okay. I, I like to say awesome. I mean, we're we're still blessed. We're still together. We're getting lots of family time. That's that's really there's mm-hmm. that's the silver lining to it for us is we're getting to spend more time together. Um, uh, at least we'll say that now. And if you know one of us murders the other one, then you know why. But no, <laughs> no, we're, 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 we're you know we're having a blast with it. Um, but yeah, that's what we're seeing here too. Is uh, where, no matter where you go, um, whether it is uh, Sam's Club, we're mostly Sam's Club shoppers. I've shared that quite a bit. Um, we're mostly Sam's Club folks, um, but it's similar. It's Walmart, right? Mm-hmm. So it's Walmart in bulk. Uh, so when you go there, anything that's really light at Walmart's usually light at Sam's too. It seems like. And even there, the grocery stores, fries, uh, any of the other places that we go, um, they all seem to be light on meat, at least red meat, right? There's, there's some chicken, mm-hmm. stuff like that. There's, there's pretty harsh limits on what they do have, which I guess is a good thing. Um, but if, if you're like us and you eat a lot of meat, it's kind of a crappy time, right? <laughs> I mean, we got plenty of food, uh, but we don't, we really can't get our hands on steaks yeah. and kind of the general stuff that we normally, normally like. The only thing that I will complain about, again, I, I mentioned this the other day, but you see this. What? It is hot in here. It is hot in here. Because our air conditioning broke. Fortunately, um, and I, we had defined this yesterday, Phoenix has several levels of hot and it has not reached the level as, as hot as hell yet. It's not, <laughs> it's not quite Phoenician hot. It's still pretty, pretty early spring for Phoenix. Um, so it's not cooking in here yet. So we're surviving, but we're waiting on them to come fix our air conditioning. <laughs> they had to order a part here at the studio. So we're, we're waiting on that. So that's the only thing I can really complain about. Other than that, we've got food to eat. We're doing okay. Um, uh, fortunately we had bought a, uh, bought a Sam's club pallet of toilet paper before, yeah. uh, before it became the cool thing to do. And, <laughs> and so we're, we're kind of ready. We're, we're doing pretty good. The only thing that I can really complain about, and this, this is, so here's some of my story time for today. I just woke up the other day and my elbow doesn't work. So I don't, I don't know what's, what's going on there. So we've, we've been out of the gym for a couple of weeks, uh, obviously, right. With that going on lockdown and my elbow just doesn't work anymore. <laughs> I don't know what's happened to it. I can only move it so far. It's just stopped working. Uh, I'm not going to go get it checked because I want to be nowhere near a hospital right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just randomly stopped, <laughs> randomly stopped working. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Jarrell doesn't seem to be able to help me with it. Well, <laughs> like my thing is just massage it. I said, um, maybe it it's also hurts. because like we're not using our range of motion as we used to when we used to go to the gym. So it's starting to tighten up or just getting old, you know, <laughs> I think it's old. So random, <laughs> random things every year just seems to. To either stop working, start working, mm-hmm. start popping and clicking or breaking. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's what's happening, but it hurts either way. Either way, it's, it kind of hurts right now. <laughs> How's everybody doing out there? Uh, that's that's really what I like to hear. Um, how are things treating you? How are things going? We're trying to balance work, trying to balance work with the apocalypse, child care with the apocalypse, um, <laughs> everything with the apocalypse. I'd be interested. Um, again, we'll talk about anything and everything that you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. You can send us a text at four eight zero eight seven seven zero one five five. You can jump into the comments. We're obviously watching those. Uh, and then you can give us a call. That's the fun one. Four eight zero seven one two fifty two nineteen. Give us a call. We'll have you on the air and we'll, we'll talk about anything that you want to talk about. Even if you just want to say hello, howdy, hi, we'll just, we'll do that. And then we'll hang up and say, see you later. Whatever you want to do. Four eight zero seven one two fifty two. 
19. Again, if you like it, love it, all that kind of stuff, got to have more of it, share it. That helps us keep this thing going. So um, one thing that I'll take a look at, um, I didn't do the normal kind of notes for today's show. I was just going to kind of continue with what, what we had going on over the past couple of days. I didn't really want to uh, to change stuff up too much with that. I just wanted to kind of continue with their kind of, I guess, loose and free kind of no notes kind of show. We're, so we're not really doing on this day in history, unless somebody has a cool on this day in history that you know of that you want to drop in the comments or call in and talk about. Um, I just pulled up the the coronavirus map. I think Eli Helbert, I believe you had sent this over to us yesterday or day before. I just pulled that up and letting it load. I wanted to kind of take a look and see where things were at today. Um, I think it's pretty interesting with everything that's going on. It seems like the, uh, and maybe Jarrell can jump in here, but I, I got some texts from some friends that at work today. Uh, and it seems like this thing probably has a lot higher fatality rate than what we initially thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I've heard, I've heard projections of upward of 15 to 20% fatality rates. So they're still claiming official numbers of zero point something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've heard, you know, the, something to do with the accounting was, was pretty wacky when they started looking at that. And I've, I've heard of this going upwards of 15%. So I think it'd be interesting to see what that number actually comes out to be. Um, Arizona, uh, as of today, let me double check, make sure this is today. Yep, as of March 25th, um, they have conducted a total of 826 tests. And out of those 826 tests, 450 have been positive. Wow. So half mm. of all the tests conducted in Arizona have been positive, um, resulting in six deaths so far. That's one since up one yeah, since last, yesterday. Yeah. So that's up one since yesterday. California current numbers, total tests, uh, roughly 28,000, roughly 2,100 positive and 40 deaths. Wow. So California is way low compared to New York, obviously. Um, Washington State, 2,400 positive with 123 deaths. Wow. New York is currently, they've administered uh, right around 100,000, just a little over 100,000 tests. Uh, out of those, there have had about 31,000 of those have been positive. Uh, and that has been up to 285 deaths uh, in New York. I, I don't have anything pulled up on a global scale. I'm just kind of looking here state by state on the map to see uh, how that's going. Eli Helbert, we had the first case in Washington County, Virginia today. I'd heard that, man. I'd actually seen that that there was a case that had popped up there. That's pretty wild. I don't I don't think there's any any hiding from this thing, that's for sure. Um, I can tell you, again, with, without naming any names here, um, I can tell you that employers are, that are testing for this stuff are finding it in their organizations. Hmm. We're finding positive tests from places that we work, not uh, not just normal, not where you'd think it'd be, not just in the hospitals, mm-hmm. not just in healthcare. We're finding it in general populations of workers, too. Now, testing positive is one thing, becoming symptomatic is another, and then going to complete this whatever, this extreme, I guess, is a whole nother a whole nother thing. I think that's probably one of the more interesting things is that you can be positive, have zero symptoms and be spreading this right. um, without even knowing that you're doing that. Mm-hmm. So what do you, what do you think about that, babe? Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I know the last time I checked the CDC, you know, like to know if someone may have the coronavirus, um, they have to show some sim- certain symptoms that are related to the respiratory system. Um, what we focus on is uh, any temperature greater than 100.4, any sore throats, coughing, shortness of breath. But now um, we find out that 
you may not show any of those symptoms. So now they're, um, as a healthcare provider, they're making us um, also look into their O2 saturations um, because they had some COVID cases that were positive but showed no symptoms, but it triggered or it showed through their O2 saturation, which was low, um, and they tested out positive. So honestly, right now with the CDC keeps changing, um, and we really don't, how do I say this? I know our focus was towards the respiratory system, but I don't know, things change daily, you know, and it's crazy, but just stay safe, everybody. Like, stay away from, my my best advice, honestly, is, like, vitamins don't really help. Um, it, you know, it's always good to have good hi- hand hygiene and stuff like that, but just stay away from other people. Honestly, just stay away. Uh, that, that's exactly it, right? I mean, that's that's exactly it. Is staying away mm-hmm. um, from other people. That, that's that's the best that's thing funny. that you can do is just stay the heck away from other people. Right now, um, when we say do things that work, that's stuff that actually works. Um, I think I think that's that's probably the the best thing to do um, is follow the CDC guidelines. Mm-hmm. Distance yourself. Wash your hands, do the basic stuff, enjoy your time together, uh, and stay the heck away from other people. I think mm-hmm. I think that's that's probably probably the best thing that you can do. Um, let's see, dive into the comments here. If I miss your comments, I apologize. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm I keep having a little freezing issue going on here with the uh, with the 1975 MacBook. <laughs> That I'm running off of. This isn't the computer. Like I, like I mentioned to a lot of you guys before, a lot of y'all out there, this is not the computer that actually runs this whole thing. Thankfully, this is my very old, very old MacBook um, that I just look at comments and such on, and it's just not working very good. So I'm seeing comments coming in. Obviously, I've been able to respond to most of them. Um, if I miss you and it takes me a second to get around to you, I apologize because this thing's clunky. Like I said, fortunately, it's not the... Uh, not the one that's the the magic maker over here, the mm-hmm. one that's actually putting all this stuff on the air, or this would just would never happen. I guess I didn't crank start this whole thing enough to really really get it going. Um, yeah, what is going on with you, computer? Jeez, oh jeez, man, oh man. Again, call us four eight zero seven one two fifty two nineteen. Send us a text. I got to get some monster in there before we before we go too much farther. <laughs> I got some monster going here. Got some coffee going here too. Double double fist in here. Um, send us a text four eight zero eight seven seven zero one five five. Call us at four eight zero seven one two fifty two nineteen. Numbers are on the screen. Give us a call. Have that conversation with us. We'd love to have you on the air. Love to have this conversation with you. Give us a call. Um, here's an interesting topic that that I think is something that we definitely have to talk about. Um, the e- the follow up with this was asking if it was too sensitive to talk about. You can you can see the. The bottom part. I'll read the rest of it. Um, what? Oh. But have there been any cases in Arizona where the Asian community has been attacked uh, because of the virus? The Asian community is being blamed. Asians are being attacked. Videos are popping up about it. I've seen this. Yeah, I've definitely seen this. Um, I've not heard of any specific cases in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Not that not not that I'm aware of yet. I, I haven't. I have not seen any specific cases of that in Arizona. I have seen this kind of going on. Um, fortunately, I, I'm hoping at least, 
I'm hoping that's that that that's the kind of exception, not the rule, right? That we're seeing mostly mostly people. I, I think most people are somewhere um, not like that. <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm rambling here because I'm trying to get my cameras up. Um, there we go. I, th- I think most people don't believe that, right? I think most people understand that that's kind of a, a being xenophobic and being a racist is kind right. of a, kind of an asshole move. Mm-hmm. Um, not kind of, it totally is. Um, mm-hmm. There's there's no other way to put that. I don't have any nice way to say that, but if if people attack the Asian community for this, they're pieces of shit. Yeah, that's the only, no, I agree. <laughs> that's, that's the only thing I could say. And anything to add? <laughs> well, like I understand like where that question's coming from. I guess. People like whenever there's my thing, not just the COVID thing is just whenever there is a problem or something happens, everyone wants to point fingers and blame somebody for, for anything really. And then just because it originated from China, you know, they're targeting the Asian community. And I just think like what Sam said, just, um, what supporting what you're saying is just, I just think people out there just, racist and just want to point fingers and again i think those are the few i mean honestly i I think those are probably the few Mm -hmm. um it's you know as you kind of i'm scrolling through some of the articles here and obviously again i think some of these are going to be i I, I think these are the exceptions i don't i don't think this is the norm Mm -hmm. right and i think you you can break those two things apart i think you can break those two things apart too we know that the virus where it originated at Mm -hmm. we can say that the Chinese government is shady AF, right? They're shady. They've been they've been squirreling information, squirreling away information on this for God knows how long. God knows what the fatality rates actually look like in China, right? There's some really interesting stuff over there um, that that's happened, uh, or some some really interesting stuff that you can see in articles about cell phone uses that's dropped off mm-hmm. and the the possibility of the fact of those folks going from using those cell phones to all of a sudden not using those cell phones could potentially mean that they're dead, right? And this is millions of folks that were active one day and not active the next, right? So and I think you can definitely, you, you can break those two things apart and you can say, look, the Chinese government, they're wacky. They lie. Mm-hmm. They hide information. It's a big thing. All governments do, right? You can say that with without making it about the, a person's race, right? The Chinese people didn't do this, right? I, it's, it's, there's just no other way to put that. What do you think? Anything, anything else? No, to add? you pretty much said it. I mean, people are just being people. You know, like they have, they're scared. They have no other. They don't know where else to go. Like who else to look for the answers? They just, but they all they know what to do is like, which is fast for them is just to blame mm-hmm. other people. Well, it's easy. So, it blame is always that's easier. That's why it is easy, and it's just blame is easy. So it's it's the same problem, right? To me, it's the same problem that we see with everything that's going on right now. You take stupid people and you scare them, mm-hmm. right? And nothing good happens. They, they they hoard toilet paper and they get mad at Asian people. That's what stupid people do when they're scared, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah, that, I think that's really what we're seeing. Um, some, more of the, some more of the texts. Uh, oh, my phone doesn't recognize my face when it's in front of the microphone, so I always have to fight with it if you see me kind of doing this stupid thing. Um, it's especially scary um, if children are involved and they get targeted just because they're Asian, for sure. Yeah. Right. And just because, like, with the COVID thing, too, I know it's targeted mostly towards those who are elderly, who have a weak immune system, who have respiratory problems, and, of course, children, because children are um, well carriers. And targeting children who are Asian would 
I don't know. You know, and that's that's really where the question just, is going is is more towards that. It's just a follow up to that question, saying it's especially scary it is. for kids because you know stupid scared people that are upset and I get scared, angry, mad, um, all that stuff coupled together, and now they and they're blaming Asian people and they see an Asian kid. That's a really soft, easy target. Mm-hmm. Um, those people are the same people that wouldn't stand up to a full full grown person, so they probably would pick on a kid, right? They're just just not. <laughs> Yeah, not great people. Um, so I guess for me, it's really that it's that number one, I think that it's probably the exception, not the rule, right? Mm-hmm. Stupid, scared people are going to use this as the opportunity to be xenophobic assholes, to be racist assholes. They're going to use this as their as their opportunity to do that stuff. The very few. Um, when we when we see that. We need to be the voice of reason, and we need to stand up to that and say, stop being xenophobic, racist assholes. Mm-hmm. I think that's where the, the, the majority of us, and we are the majority, right, that, that, that aren't going to, to treat people like that. Right? I think we need to stand up to that when we see it, and we need to call BS BS when we see it. I think that's, that's really the best thing that you can do. Yeah. So just call people out. When you see that crap going on, call them out. That's, that's, that's the biggest thing you can do. Eli, I hadn't seen the whole glove and homemade mask in their area until today. Had to rant for a bit about it. The person had on nitro gloves, pumped gas, went in the store, paid, came out, got on their phone, got in their car with the same gloves on. Gotta love cross-contamination. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly what we've seen the other day. We've been seeing that quite a bit um, going on. I mean, it's it's pretty... <laughs> pretty constant um the homemade masks are pretty hilarious if you want like a really 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 good um fun time just go google respirator funny stuff i guess you can see some pretty wild stuff going on right now avery's over here joined us she doesn't understand she's getting ready to go to go to timeout again soon because she keeps she keeps she keeps messing with the cameras on purpose again she gets mad and starts messing with the with with the cameras i'm shaking the table because i'm shaking it <laughs> Can you turn that camera just a little bit back to where it was before us? No, 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 not that way. Turn it like this. Yeah, there we go. That might work. I'll have to. Don't mess with it, Avery. <laughs> Avery. Avery. But yeah, how are things going in your neck of the woods? We'd be super interested in hearing how you are, how you're doing. Um, from Mike, Isla says hi. You want to say hi? Say hi to Isla. Say, say hi. Hi. There we go. She said hi. <laughs> <laughs> How are things in your neck of the woods? Hope hope everything is, is going well. Ron Roberts, she's bored. Poor girl. Yeah, she is definitely she bored. She held out for just a few minutes. Um, she she's, did pretty she's, good. She's losing, uh, she's, she's losing her patience with this whole thing. This is the whole work from home. Bring your kids to work. Bring your kids to everything right now. Um, she's uh, she's struggling a little bit <laughs> with that. She's done good for the first first week or so of isolation, and it's just now getting to where it's uh, to where it's getting interesting. We brought tons of stuff, and I guess that tons of stuff just wasn't quite enough to mm-hmm. wasn't quite enough uh, interesting <laughs> to make it pass. Eli Helbert, you might as well duct tape a dirty napkin to your face, same as a homemade mask. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you might as well just take like a dirty sock and tie it around your face and <laughs> pretend like it actually does something. Because again, that's kind of sort of what all that, 
<laughs> what those homemade things do. They really don't do a lot. Again, comment, text us, 480-877-0155. Call us, 480-712-5219. We'd love to have your call. We would love to have you on the air. We would love to have your text. Thank you for all your comments and texts so far. We hope everything's going well for you out there. As we've continued to share, things are going pretty good for us here. We don't have a bunch to complain about. Um, again, we are joined by the one, the only... Jarrell Belongi, RN. Hola. If you would like to, if you would like. So, okay. She's, she's shown back up with bracelets, zip ties, and yes. some, some screw in hooks. She's getting ready for the so pandemic. I don't, I don't know what's <laughs> about to happen, but it's probably, probably nothing really, really good. <laughs> Again, text us your questions. We have a registered nurse. <laughs> <laughs> hanging out with us. If you want to talk COVID-19, that's what we're doing. We're hanging out. We're, we're, uh, taking questions. We're doing whatever. We're talking about whatever you want to talk about. I think that's the funnest part about this entire thing, um, is that we get to have these conversations right now that we might not have had the opportunity to have in the past. Um, with everything that's going on out there, as I shared with you, I've continued to do these things just about daily, uh, just because I think it's good for us right now. I think it's, I think it's good for us all to come together, uh, and get to have these conversations and just connect and just do this to, to be normal people or feel like normal people for just a few minutes out of the day. Um, again, I, I keep these things running as long as, as we feel like it, I guess. That's really mm-hmm. it. I mean, I'll be honest with you. This is more for us, I guess, than it is yeah. for you, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having fun at least. This is what's keeping me sane. I think that's the only reason why I'm doing these things every day is just be uh just just to stay sane. I think th- yeah. <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> Rhonda Robertson, I have uh, I have had nurses say that they have been told to wear homemade masks. I do not see how they can protect. And they can't. I mean, that is that is it. I mean, they they can't protect. I think we're in a wild time. Um, like you can't really wear homemade masks. It's not going to help. I mean, the best thing is just to quarantine yourself. Yeah. Well, this is, this is the healthcare providers that have been told to wear homemade masks. And I think that's, that's probably the bigger fear. And mm-hmm. I mean, that is the bigger fear, right? I mean, the bigger fear right now is that we overload the hospitals. The hospitals get outside of their capacity for mm-hmm. what they can deal with. Right. Um, and part of that capacity is the, the amount of PPE mm-hmm. that you have at any given time. Um, hospitals, you know, that's the, okay, that here, here comes a little bit of a rant, I guess. Um, that's the unfortunate part about where society is at over the past little bit. Um, we've organizations have really gone down this path of run as lean as you possibly can cut it to the bone, mm-hmm. right? And hospitals aren't any different than that, right? Hospitals have gotten to the point to where they are so lean that you maybe have, and Jarrell can jump in if I'm wrong, you might have a few weeks maybe a month worth of supplies on certain things, sometimes less than that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it might even be day-to-day on the certain supplies because of costs, right? Right. Because of costs. Um, so hospitals are, are really balanced, just like most of most companies are, to just run for the day-to-day. They're not prepared for something mm-hmm. like this. Then all of a sudden something like this happens, and we go, oh, we never thought that this would actually happen, <laughs> right? It's kind of like the uh, back when the uh, – what was the hurricane that hit Puerto Rico? 
Katrina. No, not Katrina. Don't say Katrina. People people make fun of you saying Katrina. <laughs> I'm not good with history or current events. Don't, don't say Katrina. Please don't say Katrina. <laughs> Whatever the, whichever one hit hit Puerto Rico this more recently, right? I had a lot of friends go down there and actually help do some of the rebuild and all that kind of stuff. Um, but that was the one place in the world that manufactured saline bags. Mm. The one place. And they were like, oh, you never thought it actually get hit with a hurricane. It's an island in the middle of the ocean. Right? How stupid are we, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same problem that we run into in hospitals, right? We think, well, everything's fine. This will never happen to us. Why do we need capacity for something like that that might only happen every couple of hundred years, right? So we just, we just don't. We Mm -hmm. just run lean. We run to the bone. And then all of a sudden something like this happens. And then so I'll, I'll get off my rant there, but that's, that's the fear, right? Is that we overload the hospitals to the point that, that, that they can't handle cases, um, not only of COVID-19, that's probably the smaller fear, right? Mm-hmm. It's everything else on top of that, right? It's everything else on top of that. So, what do you what do you think, Drew? I mean, what do you, what's the what's the prognosis? How do you feel about the whole PPE situation, supply situation in general? Well, in general, yeah, like what you, just to top off what you said, like working in hospitals and such, like such like when we talk about supplies, um, I'm sure every major hospital has like a pandemic plan, and they do have some emergency supplies just in case but i don't think they were prepared as much um i think that the u.s like healthcare um environment we've got to we're like in a comfortable bubble that we think that nothing major is going to happen so then we live day to day with supplies we overuse supplies even though we don't need it you know we just use it and then just discard it um and now that we actually do need it we are on we do have limited resources and it's just it is crazy um to think that's in the kind of environment that we do live in. But honestly, after this whole COVID and hoping that it does subside soon, I really do hope that the U.S., like healthcare facilities and the way we do things, like we continue it this way, that we are very shady with our materials, our supplies, that we actually do use them only when we do really need them. So that's my my spiel on that. Yeah. But, well, I think that, I mean, that's one piece. We have to, we have to say right now, right, that we're – um, after what has happened, we, we, we're, nothing's ever going to be the same. Mm-mm. I think we have to admit that right now, that nothing is ever going to be the same. And, and preparedness is probably a really good thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, especially with stuff like this. Mm-hmm. I just, it just, it blows my mind. When mm-hmm. I heard the thing about the saline bags in Puerto Rico, the one factor in the world that produces saline bags was on an island in the middle of the ocean that's in prime hurricane path. You're just kind of going after the fact, going, what the heck? Mm-hmm. Really? We had no backup plan for that. So we're we're just going to be short those for three mm-hmm. months, right? Yeah, but I, I'm, you I'm got what you got for three months and with then, the whole pandemic that's happening now. Like, I think it is a good wake up call because um, not just for our facility, but I'm hearing from other like major hospitals, um, we are actually planning on you know a whole year supply, mm-hmm. like once it's hopefully this whole pandemic does subside or something. But it is a wake up call, and it well, is and crazy. It, it, it seems like especially when it comes to. Um, Stuff like respirators, mm-hmm. like yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Right? Why? Why not? Why? Why couldn't we? Why couldn't we squirrel away some extra respirators? Why couldn't we hang on to stuff? We, it just doesn't make any sense. Why we wouldn't? Uh, why we wouldn't hang on to that stuff? I don't know. It just uh, blows my mind that we don't have that kind of stuff hanging around. Um, 
And again, I think that's some of the bigger conversation too. It's just the amount of waste. I don't think you realize how much stuff you waste until you kind of wake up to this mm-hmm. and go, man, oh man, like we waste a bunch of food. We yeah. waste a bunch of this stuff. We waste, waste a bunch of that. We use two of these, you know, two paper plates instead of one. What the heck, right? It's just because I like it a little extra sturdy. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, that's like what I was saying. Like, hoping, hopefully, after this, it just really opens the eyes of everybody in America, or even just around the world, just to you know, like, be thankful and grateful for what you have, and just for future preference, you know, be mindful and creative whenever you have to use supplies. And it's just, I don't know, we've been too too cushioned, I guess. I don't know. I think that is a big part of it. We're spoiled. I mean, mm-hmm. we can, let's just, let's That's just, let's spoiled, just admit yeah. that right now that we're spoiled. Um, Eli Halbert, our 3M rep came by today and took a good deal of our respirators and filters for them to redistribute to healthcare providers. I think that's a cool thing that's going mm-hmm. on too. There's PPE donation. I've seen a lot of PPE donation that's been happening lately. And that's pretty cool. I think, I think that's really cool to see that happening. Um, I've seen that happen quite a bit over the past little bit, at least here in the Phoenix area of those, uh, those, those, uh, P- certain PPE being donated, especially respirators. Respirators seem to be the big thing that's in need. Um, as Rhonda had commented here just a second ago in the hospitals, that, that's where she had heard from her friends that are nurses, I believe, that they're being advised to top, basically make makeshift masks. That's crazy. In, in hospitals. And I believe that's more northern, northern, uh, that should be at more northern Arizona. Um, and that's probably, you know, we don't think about that as much. Um, you know, in our area, in the greater Phoenix area, things are probably a little bit easier, I would assume, mm-hmm. um, than you get to more rural hospitals in the same area. It's probably probably a little worse, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I would think. I agree. But I, I guess it just varies from state to state with um, having, like, a, a face mask. Because from what I'm hearing here in Arizona is some of the major ho- um, hospitals are actually escorting nurses out of the facility if they are seen wearing um, a face mask, if they are not positive for COVID or anything like that. Because mm-hmm. they're that we're at that point where the supplies are that critical. But yeah, but that's yeah. crazy. I don't know how you make a, a well, homemade yeah. face mask. You can, but it just doesn't do anything. So it would give you the illusion of of safety basically is what would happen. It would give you the illusion that you're being protected. Mm. Uh, if you've got a dance, a you've got a dance party going on behind you. You don't realize it, uh. but <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's probably one of those things where it's a, Hey, take a look at this. Look at me. And she just fell down cause you weren't high heels. Nah. <laughs> it's, it's more, it's probably one of those things where it's more of like, look at this. We have something on our face. Everybody mm. see we're, we're doing, we're doing something, something's, something's protecting us, but it's really not. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's, that's the scarier part, I think, yeah. is, is, is that. So yeah, I think that, that's probably, that's not something that I've thought about. So that's a really interesting point, Rhonda, mm-hmm. that you kind of drive us to there is that, um, I wonder how our rural, our more rural hospitals are, are handling this stuff. Right. I, I think, I think about, you know, um, kind of more in that neck of the woods. I, I know Rhonda from my time in Northern Arizona. Um, and I think more about that, right? How, how are things going uh, at a, at, at like the small community hospital that's in Winslow, right? Uh, not very big hospital, mm-hmm. right? How, how are things going in these smaller hospitals that God knows, right? How things would have, how things are going. We've got Avery that's, that's loading stuff up on the table now for some reason, some reason. <laughs> But yeah, very, very, very interesting, interesting things to think about. Um, speaking of which, let's take a look. There's a, uh oh, I lost my connection. Oh no. 
Let's see if I can get this thing to work. Let's take a look at the beautiful. There it is. Can you see it? Does everybody see it with me? There's the beautiful downtown Flagstaff, Arizona. They're on a live stream behind us. Darrell can't see it. It's behind him. Mm-mm. But there, there's a beautiful, speaking of northern Arizona, there's the beautiful Flagstaff, Arizona. Looking, looking beautiful, looking beautiful. Let's switch over and take a look at downtown Phoenix. There's downtown Phoenix, Arizona. I can't say the sunny and the beautiful right now. Take a look at that. It is kind of, kind of gloomy. It's been gloomy right now. It's been kind of gloomy, which I kind of like it. I like we it. We enjoy this kind of weather. It. We had about a solid week of rain last, was it last week? It wasn't last week. It was a couple weeks ago. I enjoyed the rain. And it too. was awesome. I mean, it rained for like a week mm-hmm. straight. For those of you that, that haven't frequented it out here and don't, don't understand what I'm talking about, um, well, you do know what I'm talking about. Let me put it that way. We don't have East Coast-style rain. So folks from the East Coast that live here, when we have rain like that, finally, we're like, holy crap, it's like East Coast rain. Yeah. It like settles in and it stayed for a week. That's rare for us, mm-hmm. right? We usually get quick rain, gone, yeah. dry. It's humid for about a half second, and then it's back to being back to being dry. So we're, we're enjoying, enjoying a lot of this weather. Um, there's the beautiful downtown kind of, well, not really downtown. This is our traffic cam. They're live traffic cams across, across, uh, Arizona there. I've got them on auto scroll. I don't have the map pulled up for you to take a look at. Things are looking pretty good out there. That's the one thing that I will say is that there's no traffic. Yeah, it's been beautiful. <laughs> How are things in your city right now? <laughs> um, for, for all the folks that get to hear this on the podcast, I'm sorry, you're not getting all these beautiful visuals. So hopefully if you're, if you're tuning in, into this on the podcast later on, you're, you're, you're hanging out with us still while we look at all these pretty pictures, uh, of the, <laughs> of Phoenix traffic. Um, things are, are, are looking pretty clear here. And they've, they've just been absolutely clear mm-hmm. because there's just nobody out. So that's, I will say that's probably the one really good thing about everything that's going on here. For those folks that are tuning in kind of live, um, for my Arizona peeps, here's our, our Arizona fam. Here's a live look at your traffic. Everything's looking super green out there right now. There's nothing, nothing bad. I've, I've heard tell that, uh, that even in LA, it's kind of light right now, which is pretty, seems pretty wild to think that it might be a little, a little light going on out there. So <laughs> hopefully again, silver lining, hopefully things are looking good for you out there. Um, again, I know that it's, it's hard to ask and say, how's everybody doing? I know you're not doing great. Nobody can say they're doing great right now. Um, if anyone said they were doing great. They'd be lying to you, right? Um, I think everybody's a little worried, a little, a little worried, a little scared. Everyone's a little worried, a little scared. I apologize if I jump up and down. I'm trying to fix mics. Avery keeps keeps jacking with her with our, with our mics and our our, <laughs> our stuff here. Let's see. Here we go. Let's see if we can get you back. There we go. We're back. <laughs> But I hope everybody's doing good. I'll be really interested in hearing from you. Give us a call, 480-712-5219. Send us a text, 480-877-0155. We'd love to have you call in. Let us know how things are going in your neck of the woods. Um, hopefully you're doing good. Anything wild, wacky, and crazy you're seeing out there, we would love to hear about it. We would love to hear your questions. Uh, we would just love to hear from you and have that conversation with you. 
Hopefully things are going good. Um, again, with us, things are going great. Mm-hmm. Nothing really to complain about. I brought in some stuff for show and tell again today. Um, can you reach me there? This? <laughs> the can, yeah. Uh. So Jarrell got this as a present, but uh, this is going to come in real handy yeah. with everything that's going on. I don't know if everyone can see. This, right here. this is survival food mm-hmm. at its best. See that right there? That's all you really need to get through the apocalypse. There, there's a few things you need. You need that. And sorry, podcast people. I'll describe everything in just a second. You need that and you need this. <laughs> right? So, again, I'm, I'm, I'm holding up the full-face P100 respirator. And this can right here, this is survival food at its greatest. Rose... Pork brains, Yum. pork brains with milk gravy. gravy. Yum! That How, delicious. Let me ask you this. Let me let me ask you this question. How close to death's doorstep from starvation do you have to be before you crack this bad boy open? Me? I've got to be pretty oh. damn close. I'm not. I'm not going to. Well, no brainer. Eh. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not just going to crack this can <laughs> when I get a little hungry. When I get a little rumble in the tummy, it's going to be like a crawling on the ground can't walk from starvation before mm-hmm. <laughs> before I crack this can open. <laughs> but I I seen that Joe had got that as a gag gift back over Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, and I wanted to wanted to share <laughs> share that with everybody. See, I saved it for this moment. Again, for, for the, for our, our podcast peeps out there, this is, this episode, these live streams get uploaded to the podcast. Let me, let me plug that a little bit before we go too much further too. Make sure you head over to the Hop Nerd Podcast. You can find it anywhere that you find podcasts. Um, I'm an, or I'm an, I'm a podcast on my, my iPhone kind of guy or a Spotify guy. That's what I like to use. Uh, but you can find it pretty much in any podcatcher that you use. Make sure you tune in. Um, we have these things. I'll take this. Uh, this audio only, obviously, and upload it to the podcast too as a bonus. So if you're tuning in, following along with the podcast, you'll get this too. You get three episodes every week on top of that, which is kind of neat and bonus stuff that we throw in there every now and again. So if you're not following the Hop Nerd podcast, please follow along with that. We would, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Um, it's just the Hop Nerd. It's, it's, it's a fun time. We have a blast with it. So please follow along there anywhere that you find podcasts. Again, we're going to keep going for just a little bit longer. Give us a call, 480-712-5219. Shoot us a text, 480-877-0155. We love having this conversation with you. It is our favorite part of the day. It's awesome for me because I get to say us because I have my honey, my man here hanging out with us for the rest of the afternoon. Hello. He just got off work doing healthcare stuff, being a I director did. of nursing, being all stop it. All cool <laughs> and stuff, doing no. all that kind of stuff, hanging out. Uh, so if you got questions for him, let us know. We, we would love to hear from you there. Uh, if you have questions for me, let us know. If you have a question for Avery. Other than how bored she is right now, having yeah. to sit through our live streams, we would love to hear from you. Um, if you want to just call in and have fun with us, you can do that too. 5219, 480-712-5219. You can text 480-877-0155. That's why I keep browsing at my phone to check and see how things are going there. We can flip over here. You can take a look at Avery being oh. being rude Come over here. here. Say hi, everybody. No, look at the camera. 
Don't, she would rather look at herself than the camera. That's me too. But <laughs> you look at the camera, wave, say hi. Say hi, everybody. Avery's doing good. Are you having fun with the apocalypse? We're having fun. She's like, what's, what's the apocalypse? <laughs> I think that's a really good conversation to have too. So, um, I had, again, I apologize if you get some of the like wobble camera. Cause that's Avery thinks she thinks it's fun to make everyone think they're in an earthquake. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> but I think that that's a really good conversation to have too. Um, for those of you out there that has, that, that have kids, how are you sharing this information with your kids? Mm-hmm. I think that that would be a really interesting conversation to, to have is, um, how are you sharing this information with your kids? Um, I know we're pretty straight up and honest, mm-hmm. um, as, as honest as we can be. Um, obviously with a five year old, right? But we, we pretty much just told her, we just yeah. talk straight, right? I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm not in the business of lying to my kids. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I just throw it out there. We throw it out there yeah. and we explain it. Um, on kind of both ways, we explain it mm-hmm. kind of that's from pretty an adult style pretty to blunt with it. Yeah, I think like that's before probably, it got too heavy with this COVID thing, like once it started, we just told Avery about the virus that's going around and just to do the simple things. That's all that really matters. And then we watch her, of course, since children are carriers. <laughs> but she's been with us at home, so yeah, but yeah. Yeah, I think that I would be interested. How are you sharing this news with your kids? I think it's I think it's in, it's important that we have those conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we think about our own kind of mental well being, but this is a scary time for kids right now too. I think, right? Um, I think it is a scary time for kids. Um, and I think I don't know. For me, I think that you you get over that fear by just being honest. Me and Avery talked about mm-hmm. this on on in the, actually in the car on the way over here. Right? We we, we were actually talking about that. Um, Darrell met us here because he was coming from work. We were, we were coming over a little early. We've been, mm-hmm. we've been trying to get some other stuff, you know, working on some other stuff here at the luxurious Hop Nerd Studios, right? Um, but so we, we got here a little early. Um, but yeah, we talked about it on, on the way over here because we, we drive past the VA. I've shared that we drive past the VA, um, on the way over here and they've got all the tents set up and we drove past today and there's like a bunch of cops outside. And I mean, it was, the VA looked slammed when we came by today. So I don't know what was going on over there. There was lots of cars out front, probably normal stuff. But again, you take normal stuff, you mix it up with this and now the hospital's outside of their capacity. Mm-hmm. So, but that prompted out, that prompted our, our conversation on the way over here. So I'd be interested in that. Let us know. Um, how are you sharing this information with your kids? 480-712-5219. Uh, again, give us a call or shoot us a text to our text number. Um, or jump in the comments. I, I would love to hear your stories on that. Um, how are things going with work? How are things going in your local communities? How are things looking in the grocery store? How are you feeling? How are you mm-hmm. holding up? I think that that's probably, uh, again, that's why we're doing this thing. We, we've been doing this, uh, the normal hop nerd live show is every Wednesday. I can hear, insert plug here. Um, every, every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Every Friday we have the late show at 8 p.m. But I've been doing this thing every single day. Um, at least for a little bit. And we've been going for almost two, two hours every time. Mm-hmm. Um, just daily, just, just because I think, I know I'm doing some of it for my own mental well-being. Just, just, I'm not at work. Like it's weird, right? That's I like to talk to people. It's weird. Like I like to connect with people. I like my normal kind of. He just misses me. Kinda, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so me and Avery come here in live stream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what we've been doing. Um, so again, how are you handling this stuff? Um, how are you preparing in case things get a little worse? I think that's a, a good conversation to have too. I know for us, um, 
We went to Walmart. We bought some stuff. Yeah. I'll tell you. So the weird part, um, I think this is, this is crazy, but the weird part for me is you go to Walmart and, uh, the camping aisle is still pretty full. Yeah. Nobody's bought like any of the camping stuff. And I'm like, that was our first aisle we went to too. Like freaking idiots. Like you're going to yeah. go buy the pallet of Cheetos and toilet paper and you're not going to buy anything else. Like the whole camping aisle was packed full of anything yeah. you would ever want. So it was pretty wild to see that like sleeping bags, tents, mm-hmm. kind of normal stuff. But then everything else, all the camp stoves were there, tons of camp stoves, tons of, of fuel for those little propane canisters, tons of all kinds of stuff. That comes in really handy when you don't have electricity, you need to cook, you need to start a fire, all the little like camp food, like froze, freeze dried, froze, freeze, freeze, freezer, freeze dried. Yeah, there we go. Freeze dried. I lost my English for a second. Freeze dried foods. Um, all that stuff was still there. All the stuff to be able to cook on open fire was still there. Um, all the fire starters were still there. All the, the oil lamps, all that stuff was still there, but people bought all the toilet paper. <laughs> Again, I, I just can't. I can't wrap my head around that. And, uh, I don't know. I guess I'm just a redneck at heart. Like I guess I'm, I'm just a redneck. That I, Eli Helber said I'm the crazy that bought ammo. No, so that's the crazy part too. So I was digging in the closet the other day, just digging out some kind of squirreled away ammunition that I kind of keep. And um, same thing at Walmart. As, as as you kind of walked around the, the ammo counter at Walmart, um, it was still pretty full. Like it was. Well, I think because I think Arizona's ready. Everyone has a gun, and they already have ammo. So well, yeah. Well, I, yeah. And again, I don't. I don't. Well, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't know about that. I, I think it's just that. Again, it seems like the stuff that that hits me when I go, okay, I might have to survive for a while <clears throat> without normal stuff. I might have to survive, kind of all you know, natural, right? I might. I might have to go old school in survival. The last thing I think is toilet papers and Cheetos. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Or Twinkies, too. That's the last thing that would enter my mind if I'm thinking, okay, I need to survive. We might not have water or electricity. What do I need? It's not toilet paper mm-hmm. and it's not Cheetos. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not what I'm thinking about. <laughs> I'm thinking like, okay, can we start fire? Can we can we purify water? Can we get what food will last, you know? So I need some uh I, I was joking around the other day and I'm like listen you know I've got this uh I've got this little like plinker AR1522 which is a fun little you know just plinker gun um but that thing would be phenomenal for hunting urban hunting if you need to and I'm thinking you know um I was talking to somebody the other day like well what do you do you know you're in a city and you need meat and if it's like all if it goes like full bore apocalyptic type of stuff I'm just sitting there thinking I'm like there's enough domesticated animals in Phoenix and I have enough of 22 ammunition that we can eat for a very long time oh on dogs and cats if we, <laughs> if we have yeah. to. I just need some rice to go with that cat. I mean, some rice to go It'll with those dogs. I think we'll, we'll, we'll live for a very long time if we need to. <laughs> but it's crazy because people don't think about that side of things, you know. Again, it's, it's, it's prepper light, I guess. Prepper's mm-hmm. light is kind of what they do. They're more worried about continued continuation of comfort i think than they are about survival kind of over the next little bit i don't think people have wrapped their minds around that to that point yet mm-hmm. of this might be you know we might have to think about actually bare bones surviving for a while if things do get much worse so again i'd be interested how are things going for you what are you doing to survive in case you need to um i think we're still in a thriving position right now 
uh, I think we had mentioned it earlier that a lot of times I think we're just, uh, we're just spoiled, right? I think we're really just spoiled. This is the norm for most places outside of the first world, right? You don't just get to go to the store and have a selection, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you just don't, right? You, you go to other, other parts of the, uh, other parts of the world and you don't just get like 57 different types of webcams. And I say webcams just because that's what I was, I was on the hunt for of the past little bit and can't find one, right? And you had to order and you had to wait a few weeks to get it. That's pretty, that's pretty much the norm everywhere else, right? Nicole Helbert, oh no, Sam, not the cats. <laughs> I have no beef with the cats. Um, the cats are safe as long as uh, we've got plenty of, of fresh meat until uh, <laughs> when, it, when, when stuff gets real. Yeah. If it gets real, I don't know. I'll bet they're off the table. Um, that'll be the last resort. We'll go down that road. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, <laughs> cro- we'll cross that bridge cross when that. we get there. Yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we when we get there. <laughs> But we'll figure that out. I don't know. We unfortunately we don't quite have the uh, uh, at least inside of Phoenix, we don't really have the uh, we don't really have the the, the, the population of other animals. <laughs> we got Avery coming in to make some comments here. How are you doing, Avery? I was going to tell something. Uh oh, what are you going to tell to me? You know how it's always hot in here. Uh huh. I know. That's how. I know computers blow hot air, don't they? No, I agree. So Avery, Avery's actually exactly right. A lot of this equipment blows a lot of hot air. You know, our lighting and stuff is LED, um, but unfortunately, even some of this stuff gets a little warm. Mm-hmm. It's not hot, but it's warm. Um, the computers are blowing a lot of warm air. All the monitors going, all the other stuff going, you know, a yeah, lot, lot of warm air. And then, unfortunately, the air conditioner is not working, right? We're waiting on that. Um, we're waiting on that to get fixed and see how that goes. Eli Helbert, could you not use a DSLR and route it via HDMI to your stream? So I, tr- I can, yeah, for sure. So that's ultimately um, the goal. I actually had – it's not laying over here. Um, I have, I've had a couple. I've, I've had a couple old uh, – so I've got, I've got a DSLR. An old one. I had an old uh, Nikon D3100 laying around over there. Um, and I've also got a Nikon J1 that I've got laying around, a mirrorless J1. Um, and both of which are okay. I like them. Um, I've had them. They're really old. I've had them forever. And I say really old. You know, in that world, it's, they're they're old. Um, that's that's ultimately the plan uh, at some point to, to beef things up a little bit. Um, the problem is, is that, so those cameras, at least their versions of them, you can't get a clean HDMI out. And by clean HDMI, HDMI out, Eli's knows what I'm talking about. Other folks out there might not. Um, you can't get all that stuff when you look into your camera and you see like the viewfinder and you see all this stuff on the screen, like the numbers and your battery and all that stuff. You can't get, you can't get that off of those screens on, at least on those two cameras that I, that I currently own. Um, at some point I'm probably going to switch over to going with like, uh, um, some form of, of handy cams or something like that. You know what I mean? Like a, a small, a small video camera, you think normal video camera. Um, I've seen some folks that live stream with those same, same concept running HDMI out. Um, you go HDMI out, you route it through, you buy basically there's these cool little converters, right? That you can convert them through that straight into USB. It works great. Um, but it's just getting the cameras that have clean HDMI out. 
Um, so that that's that's probably the next step, to be honest with you, Eli. I'm going to keep running the webcams for a little while. Um, I'm not super <laughs> pleased with them. I don't, uh, you know, I, I want. I'm a nerd. We're just getting to the point of starting to step up kind of the live stream game a little bit, um, and that'll probably be the next next step. Um, we're going to go a little bit bigger with lighting. We're going to keep working on the lighting a little bit, and we're going to up the video or up the video quality a little bit at some point. And again, I think you're 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 thinking the exact way that we're thinking, um, except for the fact that we're probably not going to go DSLR. We're probably just going to run some some high def HD handy cams, 4K type of stuff, you know, and just one by one. That's probably what you're going to see over the coming months is one by one, as I can afford to drop the cash on them. <laughs> We're we're going to start start updating the cameras. So, but yep, that's that's the goal. So, yep, exactly. I've got two. That's part of the reason why Avery and I got here earlier today. I actually moved the stuff, or I would show it to you on the camera. Um, we we got here to, to fiddle around with the phone system so we could get the phone in and get it recording. So we we got to test that and play with that a little bit. So if you'd like to call us, you can, 480-712-5219. Um, that would be a blast. And then we were actually playing around with that, with the J1, actually messing with it, trying to see if we could get a, get a clean HDMI out. But unfortunately, we can't. And on the D3100, um, same thing. Just can't get a get a clean clean HDMI out on it. So soon, soon, very, very, very soon, we will do that. And Eli says, sorry, camera guy coming out on me, laugh out loud. Yep. I get it. Jarrell definitely gets it. He's been living with me doing this stuff mm-hmm. since since the – he didn't realize the level of full nerdiness, I don't think, when it comes to audio, video stuff. Um, yeah, I'm not I, really I, techie. I, I don't think this is what he signed up for when no. he got into this relationship. I support him, and I've been very patient. <laughs> he likes it. It's all right. He's having fun with it. He likes it. Avery's now taking everything off the shelves. And slowly putting it on the desk, so the life of Avery here. <laughs> She's bringing over all the letters so she can she can start showing the letters, I guess, to everyone. <laughs> yes. What's an S? An A for your name. And a J for Jarrell's name. Look at that. Isn't that cool? We've got all of our letters there. They're usually hanging out on the shelf behind us, aren't they? I get that. They're glittery, huh? Those are pretty cool. <laughs> Again, for those that are on the podcast, uh, that like I can describe to you the scene that we're seeing here. Uh, we've got Avery here. She's, she's, she's fetched all the letters that we had on her shelf that, that are our initials and she's brought them and she's showing them, kind of showing and telling to the camera. So she's got a, a glittery J in one hand. She's picked up an A and she's got an S. So pretty cool stuff. How are you handling? How are you doing with your kids while you're working from home? For those of you out there that are working from home, I'd be interested. Um, for those of you that are not working from home, I'd be very interested in what childcare looks like right now. Fortunately for me, um, you know, I've, I've got to stay and spend time with Avery. I've got to work from home. That's been that's been pretty great. You know, again, I've, I've got to work from home. That's that's been amazing. Um, there's a lot of really great great employers out there that are continuing to do that. Um, so I think that's pretty cool stuff. 
Um, but for those folks out there that, that, that don't have that, that opportunity, um, how's that going for you? Nicole Helbert, we got the ducks. This is a reference back to me talking about, um, the domesticated animal cookbook. (laughs) Ducks are delicious. So let's just start there. Ducks are really good. Duck is Avery will sit here and say that she does not like duck. She ate duck. Yeah, I'll say it's not duck, but I it'll be duck. duck. She doesn't realize that it was duck, but she ate duck. You know what she ate last night? We got the ducks. We got the ducks at Hardy's. Yep, exactly. So, you know, we've got some ducks hanging out around here, too. So I'm not opposed to that. You go to some of the parks. Mm. Um, I'm just thinking about something I could snipe from the window, though. we got lots of pigeons, lots of ducks. Mm. <laughs> we got some ponds here, too. Some so Actually, we started, uh, we started doing a little bit of, uh, uh, again, it's, it's my inner redneck, right? Here's my inner redneck coming out. Um, but we started doing that. Uh, we started going and doing some fishing, not hunting ducks at the pond. Let me, let me start, let me restart here. Uh, we started going and, and, um, fishing in the park ponds and we actually had a lot of fun yeah. with it. I don't, I wouldn't want to, I don't think I would, again, I wouldn't eat anything other unless it was absolute necessity. Um, but there's fish there. Yeah. There's ducks. There's stuff to eat. You find stuff to eat when you need to. Again, how are you doing? How are you planning on surviving for the long haul if you have to? Are you going to eat the cat? Are you going to hunt the ducks? What's what's going on out there? What's going on in your neck of the woods? We'd love to hear from you. Give us a call, 407-12-5219. This is the Hop Nerd live stream, the Hop Nerd live show. We're going to keep doing this thing. We're having fun. We're coming to you every single day. Um Again, I think it's for my sanity, for everyone, hopefully a little bit for everyone else's. Hopefully everyone's doing well out there. We're not going to do this in person right now. That's a lot of what we were talking about uh, yesterday. Avery and I were basically saying that that's what we missed is just the normal kind of stuff. The normal kind of going to the museum, the normal going to the fun stuff. Like mm-hmm. They just opened a Great Wolf Lodge. And it's closed now, right? Exactly. <laughs> There's a Great Wolf Lodge right around the corner from us, and it's closed. So that's the kind of stuff that we're missing right now that we would like to go do. But unfortunately, you know, it's, it's just not the not the time. What are you missing? I know I've had a couple people send texts and send comments and stuff and just say that they're missing just normal life stuff. And I think that's us, too. I think we're just missing the normal life stuff. Things, just being able to get a steak at the grocery store, just being able to go and hang out and do normal kind of stuff. What do you miss, Avery? She misses Great Wolf Lodge. She hasn't got to go to this one, but she misses it. What do you miss, babe? I don't know. Just being out, (laughs) doing whatever we wanted, going to the gym, honestly. Getting a little chunky here. <laughs> well, we've not had the. Um... Oh, I miss I miss the barber shop. <laughs> I need a haircut. The what? They're in the cup over there. What do you miss, babe? A- Avery's got to jump in and, and ask for markers and all that stuff. That um, I think I miss the gym. That's probably one of the bigger mm-hmm. things. It's the normal stuff. It's honestly, it's that. It's it's you're exactly right. Stuff like that. I think everyone kind of hit hit kind of the kind of the same stuff for me 
is I miss just normal life stuff. I, mm-hmm. I miss I miss the routine. We're very very routine driven people. Mm-hmm. Um, we're fun and sporadic and do all that kind of stuff too. Don't don't get me wrong. Um, let me fix this camera real quick. Sorry about that. Again, life life with a five year old that's bored. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're 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 pretty. I'm I'm super routine driven. So I miss just normal stuff. I miss going to the gym. Um, I miss normal days, like normal work, like going to work, doing that kind of normal stuff. So getting up early, going to work, doing that stuff, going to the gym, coming home, hanging out, going to the grocery store, going wandering around the mall, taking Avery to do fun stuff, general things like that. That's the stuff that I miss. I just miss that kind of like normalcy that we we usually have. I think I think that's probably the big thing for me. And the gym is probably a huge part of that. I miss just like normal, our, our normal diet mm. food, like kind of. I think that's a big thing for me too. Mm. Like just, it's weird going and not being able to buy like the stuff that we. What you want to buy? It's it's strange. Shoot us a text for you zero eight seven seven zero one five five. Hope you're doing well out there. We're doing pretty good in this part of the woods. Phoenix is doing okay. Um, nothing's too nothing too crazy at the moment. We're not on any type of like extreme lockdown or anything like that. Things are things are still treating us pretty well. I was going to pull up and see. What's going on in the news? Let's see if anything cool is going on out there. I don't know how things are going. I haven't even looked, to be honest with you. I've kind of avoided, I've kind of avoided the news um, a little bit, just with everything that's been going on. It's kind of, kind of sad. I just don't really, don't really look at it. Record two trillion dollar stimulus risks failing short of full reef relief. Um, New York reaches a breaking point with Trump. Um, Costco offers employees a pay hike with a catch. Um, I think it's interesting how employers are responding to a lot of this stuff. I think that's probably a big piece. Um, I think it's very interesting how employers are responding to this. I've seen Whole Foods offering up some serious cash to their employers um, who are going to be working overtime. Um, increased wages. Um, on top of the increased wages, also going and doing um, some pretty interesting stuff with their overtime, making them double time right as they were doing overtime. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, it looks like Costco is going to be doing something here too. Uh, it says... Part this is the chain CEO sent out a memo to all of the employees, which reads in part in recognition of your hard work during this unprecedented time, all full time, part time and limited part time hourly Costco employees in the U.S. and Puerto Rico will receive an additional two dollars per hour for hours worked during the five weeks of March 2nd through April 5th, 2020. Sounds great, and God knows these employees are a lifeline for untold thousands of people who get food and vital supplies at the mega store. Here's the catch. The additional compensation will be paid back in a lump sum on your April 17th paycheck. Oh. Wow. 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 Or will be paid in a lump sum. So, excuse me, they don't have to pay it back, but they don't get it until the 17th. So that's kind of, kind of not good. It seems like with everything that's going on right now, because that's, that's, that's the struggle right now, right? I think a lot of people were worried and rightfully so. Um, not all employees are all, or not all employers are awesome. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you end up in situations to where they're they're basically sent home without pay, and then we're going, what What do we do now? 
right? What do we do now? And, and I've seen some pretty interesting stuff. Um, I think even you, you, even, even your folks that hold your car payment, hold your car note since you think said that they were deferring mm-hmm. car payments for a while. I've heard of people deferring rent. Um, just say, Hey, don't worry about it right now. You can pay us back later. It's a tough time. We've seen quite a bit of stuff like that going on, which is pretty interesting. Um, so it's, it's interesting. What are you seeing out there in your neck of the woods? How are things treating you? How are things going with, uh, with childcare, with bills, with work, with everything? Um, what's your normal look like right now? I think that's probably a really interesting conversation to have too. Um, give us a call for it. Zero seven, one, two, 19. Um, you can also text us at 480-877-0155. 13 deaths in a day, an apocalyptic coronavirus surge at a New York City hospital. That seems pretty interesting. Several hours on Tuesday, Dr. Ashley Bray performed chest compressions in Elmhurst Hospital on a woman in her 80s, a man in his 60s, and a 38-year-old who reminded the doctor of her fiancé. All had tested positive for coronavirus and had gone into cardiac arrest. All eventually died. Elmhurst, a 545-bed public hospital in Queens, has begun transferring patients not suffering from coronavirus to other hospitals as it moves towards becoming dedicated entirely to the outbreak. Doctors and nurses have, have struggled to make do with a few dozen ventilators, calls over the loudspeaker uh, of Team 700, the code for when a patient is on the verge of death, come several times a shift. Some have died inside the emergency room while waiting for a bed. A refrigerated truck has been stationed outside to hold the bodies of the dead. Over the past 24 hours, New York City's public hospital system said in the statement, 13 people at Elmhurst have died. It's apocalyptic, says Dr. Bray, 27, a general medicine resident at the hospital. That's pretty wild. That's, that's crazy. That's pretty wild to see. So 13 deaths, one hospital within the day. One a day. Um, that's, that's pretty wild. Um, you know, on the capacity side of that things, I, I don't mean to get too morbid, but that is something that we do have to think about, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you house the dead in that situation as you have increased fatalities um, from this thing? Um, refrigerator truck probably works pretty good. That's about it. You know, uh, most hospitals aren't set up to handle that. I know city morgues aren't set up to handle that. Um, I think back to rural hospitals, mm-hmm. the morgue might have one or two drawers in it. <laughs> you know? So what do you do, right? What do you do? So, I mean, I thought that's, that's a piece I have not thought about until reading that in that article. Um, of what do you do on the backside of that, right? Somebody does not make it from this. That's lots of deaths happening right now from this. That's pretty, pretty wild. About 13 deaths, uh, one day, one hospital in New York City. That is, that is insane. Fortunately, most of our areas have not seen that kind of stuff going on right now. Um, so uh, most of us have not seen that kind of stuff happening in our area, our areas. Um, again, it looks like Arizona has had six deaths as of today. 450 positive folks. California, 2,100 positive folks with 40 deaths. Washington State, 2,400 positive with 123 deaths. New York City, 1,838. So, excuse me, I'm on the wrong one. Oh, there we go. New York, 30,811 positive with 285 deaths. Neighboring New Jersey, 4,400 positive with 62 deaths. And again, it keeps going on. Let's look at Florida. Florida has had 22 deaths. Texas has had 12. Colorado has had 11. Kansas has had three. Oklahoma has had five. North Dakota bringing it in at a zero. 
Uh-huh. South Dakota bringing it in at a one. Nebraska bringing it in at a zero. Kansas bringing it in at a three. Those mid-states, um, very, very sparsely populated is the biggest reason with that, right? North Dakota has had zero deaths because it's North Dakota. Just remember <laughs> that. It's, not, it's nothing special going Stop. on there. I'm serious. Don't run to North Dakota. There's like six people that live in North Dakota. Um, New Mexico has had a one death, right? And they've, they've had 100 positive folks. Again, very sparsely populated states, though, in these dense population centers is usually where we're seeing a lot of this stuff happening. And that's what you're seeing happening in Arizona, I would assume, without looking at a detailed map of the counties. Um, most of these counties that have had cases have been Maricopa, which is the county that, that holds, houses Phoenix. Again, the more densely populated areas, stuff spreads easier in those situations. Your nearest neighbors are – I don't know what the population density is in Phoenix, but there's quite a few people that kind of live stacked on top of each other, as with as with any other, any other city, which I think is probably one of the bigger reasons there. Ford partners with GE3M to begin manufacturing – protective equipment and ventilators. Thanks for sending this over, Eli. Key points. Let's let's just browse those really quick. Ford announced it will partner with 3M and GE Healthcare to begin producing face masks and ventilators. Ford will work with 3M to manufacture a newly designed respirator and boost production of 3M's existing electric air purifying respirators. Ford and GE Healthcare will begin manufacturing a simplified version of GE Healthcare's existing ventilator design. I think that's pretty super awesome. That is pretty cool. Uh, and I think that's going to be where we see a lot of stuff happen. Amazing things happen is from industry. I think industry is going to step up and really, really take yeah. the take the lead on this thing. What do you think? I think that's what we that's what we honestly need right now, just for the community to reach out and actually help those in need, rather than keeping everything to yourselves and stocking up. I mean, I give them kudos. That's 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 actually really amazing. Yeah, and I think I think we'll continue to see that happen. Um, I think we'll continue to see industry provide. I think that's what you're going to see happen. Industry will provide. Um, if you haven't figured it out, the government bundle they they just bumble their way through everything. They always make things worse. So it's it's Ford's going to step up and make a ventilator and fix the problem, right? <laughs> While our government continues to squander resources, you know, Ford's going to fix the problem. Um, GE is going to fix the problem. Um, I'd seen where 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 uh, Elon Musk was actually offering to start manufacturing stuff to ventilators to redesign and manufacture ventilators. Um, again, the free market is going to step up. I think is what you're going to see happen is to help produce this stuff and 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 help fix that problem, help help curb that gap. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see see where all that goes. Uh, it's pretty cool that Ford, of all people, is jumping in to uh, to do that. That's kind of neat. How many uh what what's it what's it look like babe I mean in, in hospitals like that what I'd never thought about the number of ventilators in a hospital Yeah um I didn't think of that either cuz I know like ventilators are like specifically um positioned at specific units just because that's where they're usually based off of but knowing that this covid thing is all respiratory they're going to need trachs and vents and all these certain things, and it's just going to populate the whole hospital. So th- of course, there's going to be a shortage, and that is that is scary. I didn't think of that, but yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know. What's your What's your experience with that? I mean, how many uh, wild guess? How many ventilators would be like a normal hospital? Probably normal hospital. I would see say like in a a big one, probably 
let's say like maybe 200 or probably even less. I'm probably not that much, but probably 200. And the majority of the 200, probably 50 of those don't work. So right, right. So just knowing that the whole hospital is being filled with COVID, that they're actually closing out, closing down units to occupy just COVID, I mean, um, patients, that's just, it's a lot. But I'm, I'm hearing that a lot of hospitals out here, even though they're different um, organizations, that they're actually helping each other out. Cause it's just, yeah. So that's, yeah, yeah, I've I've heard a lot of that too. It seems like a lot of uh, again a lot of industry doing that too, jumping in. Uh, we've we've heard of uh, I know our our an organization that I'm very familiar very familiar with very familiar with has jumped in and started donating supplies and 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 that organization is short on supplies, but they're they're doing what they yeah. what they need to to share that with folks more That's on the good. front line. I've heard of other organizations doing that, jumping in um, to basically give. Uh, supplies as much as they can, right? To share as much supplies as they can with, with healthcare facilities. Um, so I think that's, that's really good. I think it's good to see the community actually coming together, um, to try to make that stuff happen, mm-hmm. right? I think that's, 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 really that's nice. huge. It's, it's very encouraging. So I think that that is huge. Um, I thought it was really funny. Um, this, uh, I'm sure most of you seen the article. Um, I'm certain that I'm pronouncing that wrong, but the hydroxychloroquine, hydroxychloroquine, there you go. That was used to treat malaria. Mm -hmm. Um, they're basically slamming Trump because he had mentioned this during a speech and then some idiot drank it, drank the stuff that was in your fish tank cleaner. Cause it's, there's obviously there's like a hyphen or something I'd read. That they basically use like fish tank cleaner because it had this ingredient in it. It mm-hmm. was not the one that was used to treat malaria. <laughs> oh, wow. And now they're like, oh, "That's Trump's fault." <laughs> Again, natural selection is strong right now. It's going to happen. If you drink your fish tank cleaner, you're an idiot. You deserve it. Sorry, <laughs> you kind of deserve it. Uh, <laughs> <but> <laughs> Garland Goodman. <laughs> Howdy there, cuz. How has your day been going so far? It's been going good, Garland. How are things going for you? I hope things are going well for you there. Um, we're doing good. Things are, uh, we're hanging in there. We're hanging in there. Things are treating us pretty good so far. Uh, again, hope things are going well for you in your neck of the woods. Again, we are live streaming to multiple platforms right now. If you don't follow along with us on YouTube, why don't you? Go hang out with us on YouTube. Look up the Hop Nerd. There's a good place to look us up on the Hop Nerd. You can also follow along with Avery's channel, which is called the Dad Daddy Daughter Podcast. We have a picture, right have a picture up there on the wall. She's saying we definitely do. You can go check that out. We're just getting that started. We have we have one trailer for the podcast up, and we have one uh, vlog up, right? We have one video. So if you if you want to do Avery a favor and go check that out, she would love for you to go watch her video that we put together um, the other day. So follow along with that. But again, check us out on YouTube. Um, we're posting content constantly to YouTube. If you don't follow me on LinkedIn, please, if you have a LinkedIn, I'm a nerd. Um, that's when you go, oh, I'm trending on LinkedIn, right? It's LinkedIn. I get it. I know people make fun of me for that. But go go check me out on LinkedIn. I try to publish a lot of content there. I try to publish a lot of stuff that at least I hope is valuable. I hope you go read it. I hope you like it. I hope you steal it. I hope you use it. I hope you get all that kind of stuff. 
Um, so I put a bunch of articles there. I put a bunch of stuff there in general. Um, go check that out. Again, go over to the YouTube channel. I'm putting in a bunch of stuff there frequently, right? A few videos every single week, live streaming every single day right now. So when we live stream, this comes through to, 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 to my Facebook page, the Sam Goodman Facebook page. It also comes through to, um, to the Hop Nerd Facebook page. I also live stream over on Twitch. I never actually go look to see how things go on Twitch. So I don't, I don't what is know. Twitch? I never heard of that. Yeah, it's like the whole like gamer thing. Um, oh. But people people live stream there too, I guess. Um, so I, I, uh, I, I live stream there. Um, I live stream on kind of basically all of our platforms, like we said, except for LinkedIn. Boo, LinkedIn. Boo. <laughs> this isn't high enough production value for LinkedIn. LinkedIn is just too <laughs> for uh, for us to be able to live stream on on LinkedIn. I'm going to say that, and then I'm going to get in trouble with LinkedIn. I'm going to get in trouble with LinkedIn police and get kicked out of LinkedIn. Yeah, Garland, I, I did this. This is my apocalypse haircut. So I shared this the other day. Um, yeah, this is so yeah. Avery's mentioning that it's purple because it's kind of purple. You can't really see too much of the purple in it with the lights in here. No, um, with the lights you can see it. Okay, I mean on the camera. <laughs> You can't see. I've, I've got the apocalypse mohawk going on right now. Um, so Jarrell had mentioned that he had missed the fact that you know going to the barber. So I'm, I missed that too. Um, I miss going to to the the hair salon and get my hair done. So most of you that know me, it's been pretty blonde for a while. Um, and then it was you know with that, it's going to be a while before I got a chance to get it worked on again. And then Jarrell's talking about missing the barber too. So we've been doing doing some home barbering. Fortunately, I'm pretty decent at it. <laughs> So I, I can at least keep him, keep him cut down a little bit. Um, so yeah, we just, Avery actually cut my hair. So if you go over and look at, at Avery's video that we we're just talking about on the dad, daddy, daughter podcast, I think I've shared it, uh, down on my Facebook wall. So if you want to go look it up, it's there. Um, go take a look. Uh, it's there so you can go watch it. She actually cut my hair and then I helped form it into a mohawk a little bit later. And then we sprayed some temporary purple in it today just for fun. So, um, Avery is my stylist. She takes care of me. When it comes to everything like that, isn't that right, Avery? Here, I'll I'll turn a camera on for you. Why don't you sit right there? Sit right, sit right there where your dad was at. Here, I'll turn on a camera for you. You want to say hi to everybody? Okay. Here, say hi. Now you, you got to actually say hi. Say hi to everybody on the podcast. Hi. That <laughs> you say hi. So Avery's hanging out with us. Yeah, again, that's a big thing for us. How are how are things going for you? Uh we're 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 enjoying this um, you know, this part of it at least. I think there there's always a positive. You put those scissors down. Hey, put those scissors down. Now we've got a five year old running around with the scissors. That's probably not, I'm not good. Running around. <laughs> Garland says hi there, Avery. What? Garland, your cousin Garland said hi there, Avery. Who's Garland? You know Garland. <laughs> yes, you do. Again, hope you're. I kind of know him. Yeah, you know him. I hope, don't remember what it looks like. <laughs> I hope everyone's doing well out there. We're getting ready to wrap this thing up. Thank you, thank you once again for hanging out with us. We always appreciate it. Uh, it's always a blast. Um, again, I'm doing this thing every single day. For, for, for now at least, right? No promises. I'm going to say that right now. I'll tell you that every time I say that. You might see me tomorrow. You might not. I don't know. If you see that little, hey, I'm, Sam's live right now, you should 
hang out with me. Send, you know, give us a call, 480-712. I think that's seven. Is it a seven? That's a seven. 480-712-5219. Tune in, hang out, give us a call, shoot us a text. Uh, I got a feeling it'll probably just be me and Avery tomorrow hanging out. Uh, yeah, where's Drill gonna be? He's gonna be working because that's that's what he's doing right now. You always have to work because <laughs> he's the boss. Because he's the boss. There you go. That's a pretty good answer. <laughs> but tune in. So I, I'm I'm planning on seeing you tomorrow around two o'clock Arizona time. Um, maybe a little earlier, maybe a little later. We'll see. Um, at a very minimum, you'll have us at our normal show times: Wednesdays at five p.m., Fridays at eight. That's our late show. Um, again, those just go however long I feel like going. Um, my average is somewhere between an hour, two hours ish. So tune in, hang out, give us a call. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Um, in the meantime, if you have anything that you would like to send for me to talk about or anything that you want to have or any questions you have, make sure you send it over to 480-877-0155. Um, you can always get a hold of my email, sam at gmail.com. The hop nerd, excuse me, ugh, my, I'm so distracted. Sam at the hop nerd.com. There we go. Sam at the hop nerd.com. Um, I wish I could get Sam at gmail.com. That'd be super cool, wouldn't it? I bet somebody has that though. So Sam at the hop nerd.com or the hop nerd at gmail.com. Uh, you can go over to the website, www.thehopnerd.com. And I'd appreciate it if you do go check that out. Uh, take a look at that stuff. Again, go subscribe to all those social media things. I really appreciate it. If you're on LinkedIn, go give me a follow. Uh, if you're on, if you're on, uh, um, Facebook right now watching us, head over to the Hop Nerd. Just look up the Hop Nerd. You can see that logo. Look at that logo down the corner. You'll find that in the corner of that or on the, the profile of that. Go like the Hop Nerd page. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, if you're following me on LinkedIn, under Sam Goodman, please go over and actually follow along on the Hop Nerd page too. And again, go subscribe to us on YouTube. I would greatly appreciate that. Subscribe. Um, again, tons and tons and tons of content pumping it out all the time. Uh, I hope that you're having as much fun with this as I am. It's a blast again, bringing a little bit of sanity and normalcy back to our day. We always appreciate you hanging out with us until next time. It is Sam Goodman, the hot nerd, signing out. It's Jarrell signing out too. It's, it's Avery, the, the, the little girl that messes with her cameras. She's, she's signing out too. Until tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. How about that? Uh, before then, go check out the website. Send me a text. Get ready to give me a call tomorrow. Somebody call me tomorrow. I think it'll be a lot of fun. 480-712-5219. Write that down. Put that in your phone right now and put a little note in there that says, I'm going to call Sam tomorrow and have something cool to talk about with him about the apocalypse. Until tomorrow, it's Sam Goodman, the Hot Nerd, signing off, and our family signing off. I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.